brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. Hello, and thank you very much indeed for downloading this, the daily podcast. It's a charm having you on board. And on the way, well, it is all about our dear, dear listeners to the breakfast show. We met the magnificent 17 last night in a little room under a pub in central London. And for some of us, things went pretty well. And for others, not so good as you're about to find out. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. We're alongside me as always, Mr Matt. Matt? Matt's having a day off. But of course, I couldn't do it without them. Emma and Glenn, good morning, guys. The dream team. Hello. The dream team behind the glass. Yes. Where you must remain, even if Matt's not here as a barrier. Yeah. There's an empty chair directly in front of you, and I'm sat behind the empty chair, like so, some weird single file thing. But we can make eye contact now, which We is can, nice. yeah, which is a delight. He's but I normally have Matt sat there, as, so his bare-like paws can fend you off if you ever come at me. Of course, like yeah, I imagine yeah, yeah. And there is a risk. Will. Um, so last night, uh, as Jay was just saying, uh, on his always brilliant show, was Absolute Radio's Night of Stand-Up Comedy, and it was a good one. It was so nice to um, meet so many listeners who, who were in attendance there and to raise so much money for Stand Up to Cancer. Um, Glenn, you were on the you were on the, the set list there, and it was it was brilliant. Oh, thank you. I, I had a great time. I really really enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I had a great time. So you played lovely. the London Palladium. When we last saw you on Friday, you hadn't played the London Palladium. Yeah. And now you're a man who can say he has done his stand up at the London Palladium. Yes, I have, and I did it in front of a massive Christmas tree. It was great. That, that tree was far too big. <laughs> that was a nice Christmas tree, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. It was like it was obnoxiously large, and I loved it. Have you, um, have you seen the Christmas decorations in the office? No. No. no okay, we'll talk about them later when you okay. see them. You, you need to we'll see nip them. down, and we'll. You know, you need to go and have a little look. It's happened like the Christmas fairies or elves or whatever oh, have come and they've decorated the office. Good or bad? Let me well. Let me answer that question by saying there's lots of CDs involved. What? <laughs> hey. I, I, I was in someone else's office on Friday, and they'd been like fully decked out for Christmas. They even had like Netflix's fireplace for your home on every sort of TV oh, screen. That. But they had these skis, like as if the whole thing had been decked out like a ski, like by the door, as if everyone was just hanging up their skis. It was absurd. It's amazing. That's a step too far. It is. It's amazing the the different levels that people go to. Like the big boss man, the lovely Paul. He mm. put his tree up over. Over the weekend, and yeah. I was speaking to him yesterday, and it took five hours no. to, de- wow. to decorate the whole house. The only rule they have in their home is that they uh, they do not uh, Christmas fire the bathrooms. They leave the bathrooms on Christmas. But everywhere else is. Oh, I mean, it was on Easter. They go mad in the bathroom. That is crazy. <laughs> that's that's where the bunnies live. <laughs> exactly right. Um, so it was an incredible night of comedy last night. Frank Skinner, our very own Frank Skinner, uh, was hosting the whole thing, and he he did a lovely job. It was great to see him doing some stand up, and uh, he was interacting with the crowd. And I just have one small issue, which was at one point he he turned to the people in the boxes, the people who had won their chance to mm. be in those boxes here on this very breakfast show. Uh, they were of course bought and donated by Wix. Which which was lovely. And Frank said, how did you win? And uh, the, the person in the box just replied, I just had to call in. And then Frank kind oh, of yeah. did a little bit about, oh, all we had to do was call in, you know, dumbing it down. We, we played a game of who's in the box, don't forget. I want everyone to know that. You didn't just call in, you came through. <laughs> and then I, I went through an imaginary box and Matt was wearing a blindfold and he had to guess what items I was pulling out. You didn't just call in. You, you was, acted your hearts out. Yeah, you put was, in uh, Redmayne-esque performances. Well, thank you very much. I nearly stood up and heckled our own <laughs> 
So, Glenn, you've uh, popped downstairs to the office. You've had a look at the Christmas decorations. Yes. And your thoughts? Minimalist. <laughs> a very interesting artistic style. It's, so it's... A lot of it's like melted vinyl that's been shaped into like the Ash- shape of I a... I thought ashtrays, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. in the middle, it's like the first line of various sort of Christmas songs. So it says like, so this is Christmas, proper crimbo, all yeah. that, you know. And all it's, the classics. Yeah, but there's not like... If you if you weren't looking carefully, you wouldn't immediately notice it's Christmas. No, well, that's, that's what... I, because the tree's amazing. Whoever made... The yeah. tree, whoever put the tree together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, their, their skill around the ball ball is, is amazing. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. Immense. They're a tinsel fiend. Yeah, they are. They're a yeah. tinsel fiend. But they've also wrapped a load of CDs and blue tacked them to the wall, which I just find really bizarre. <laughs> it doesn't scream Christmas, does it? it? It screams Christmas in the 80s. Yeah. I, 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 this isn't meant to sound ungrateful, but I can't express how much my disappointment would be if I received a CD for Christmas. <laughs> well, you, don't worry, because there's loads of loose ones. I think, right. I think I'm meant to be Christmas-based coasters, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, right, coming up next, what's the six-word weekend story? Morning Glory. Tell me the tale of your weekend. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. So let's pause early doors, shall we, to reflect on what was... <gasps> The weekend. Tell us the story of your weekend in just six words. It's what's the six-word weekend story? Morning glory. The numbers are 8, 12, 15. Or, of course, you can tweet us if you're that way inclined. At Absolute Radio. I'll get the ball rolling. Um, Listener Bev... (laughs) Listener Bev worded me regarding accent. Um, every now and again, you may have noticed, I slip into doing what can best be described as a generic northern accent. Yes, and I okay. do that. I do that from the safety of the studio on the third floor in London's Golden Square. Mm. But yesterday, when we met the Magnificent Seventeen, uh, the people who bought up the individual tickets for the uh, Absolute Radio's Night of Comedy last night, uh, we met them all in a pub beforehand. So. Um, Bev, that was her first thing. It wasn't, thanks so much, Dave, for allowing me to sit in a box and watch some of the greatest (laughs) stand-up comedy this country has ever produced. It was, why do you keep doing that offensive Northern accent? (laughs) Can you do that in a Northern accent so we know what she sounded like? (laughs) I see what you're trying to do, Where is she from? Well, she's from Mansfield, um, Mm. who Charlton had beaten in the FA Cup first round. So that made matters (laughs) even worse for her husband, Campbell. I mean, don't get me wrong, a lovely couple. A lovely couple, and it was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was great to meet them. It really was. Um, <laughs> uh, what was so really... now that you're back in the safety of a studio, you're really throwing this back in Beth's face. I'm, I'm that little kid who's got a big mate who stands yeah. behind his big mate. This is my microphone. Is my big mate? No, no, no. It was lovely to meet Bev and Campbell. And, and you're right, Bev. By the way, as I said to you yesterday, you're absolutely right. So that was the that was part of the story of my weekend. Was finally getting worded for my terrible northern mm. accent that I break out from time to time. Emma, what was yours? Glen, Glen, Glen. Garage, garage, garage. Whoa! <laughs> From Glenmore's comedy show on Friday night to a, uh, a garage orchestra at Coco in Camden last night. It was quite wow. the weekend. And Thanksgiving in between. What? My goodness, what a weekend. So um, we, we know that Glenn's been at Soho Theatre. We know it's good and he was brilliant last night. That's we, We've dealt with that. We know Glenn's very funny. Yeah. We know that. I'll keep talking about it, guys. I love it. <laughs> 
But what I really want to know about, as does everybody listening, I'm sure, tell me about the garage orchestra. Mm. Just exactly who you think would be there. DJ like, like MC Neat? Yeah, yeah, but the, no. the, the crowd was just like such a fascinating exercise in people watching. Because it was like everyone that loved garage 20 years ago have now like grown up and they're like mums and dads. So it was like quite an old crowd, but just absolutely losing it. Like... <laughs> It was amazing. Where does the orchestral bit come into all of this? It's a live band playing and then they were bringing on the, the singers to do the, the singing bits. Wow. Yeah. Would you do that again? Absolutely. Okay, that's good to know. Glenn, what's your six-word weekend story? Um, got excited, then suffered major disappointment. Um, my parents saw my show on Saturday and they came up to me afterwards and they said, um, I don't want to get you too excited, but they said there was this, uh, this guy who was like a bit of an industry bigwig and he was sat next to us and he seemed to be really, really enjoying the show. I was like, oh, amazing, Who's, you know, which TV show is he booking for? And they were like, yeah, because we could see he had a free ticket and his name was uh, his name was Jordan. And that was just a friend of mine I'd booked a free ticket for. And I, I messaged him afterwards and I was like, I'm very grateful that you came, but I've never been so disappointed to hear your name. I was gutted. You're not a big witch, Jordan. <laughs> Go away and leave me alone. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. What, the screaming kids, the smell of burning hair, football heroics both physically and digitally, and wetting the bed have in common. That's right, it's the six-word weekend story morning glories of our listeners. <laughs> and we love you for it. Screaming kids, soft play, banging headache. This is from James in Worcester. Now, Matt Dyson's got the day off today, so usually he would be my go-to guy to talk about this stuff. But I don't think, even though I pray and hope that I'm a good dad, that I will ever, ever take my child to soft play. On a hangover. I, just no way. No. Yeah. It, it just look. It looks. It looks germy. Yes. Is germy a word? <laughs> <laughs> Birmingham Comic Con. Now we are dead. From Rick from Birmingham. I've never been to a Comic Con. It's it's on my list of things to do. Have you ever been to a Comic Con? Never. No. And I feel like I can't really because I don't read comics and I feel like it's unfair to go just as an observer and just look at everyone else. Do you know what I mean? I feel like that's not not like a cruel thing to do, but no. like I feel like you you yourself have got to get involved. What would you go? as if you went to us who would you go as I'd go as like a really you, you want to go as one where people have to ask you what you are and then you can sort of practice <laughs> up so I'd go as like Dark Man like that one Liam Neeson played in the <laughs> yeah. 80s oh Dark Man yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. with all the bandages yeah, yeah 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 I'd just go as a strand of one of Dark Man's bandages something really yeah. really obscure <laughs> well of course I am the handle of Old Girl's broadsword <laughs> you buffoon abstract <laughs> what would you go as then I think a stormtrooper or something like that where I could cover my head so that I didn't people didn't know I was <laughs> That's brutal. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, Rick from Birmingham sent all your complaints directly to Emma. Uh, set my hair on fire. Smelt. That's never a good thing. First half hat-trick at 32, says Mike from Surrey. Congratulations, Mike. Scoring three goals in the first half. Wet the bed. Water bottle burst. Oh. I've got this amazing water bottle. It's like a, it's like an elongated, long snake water bottle in like a kind of knitted... Like a draft sheath. excluder. Yes. Like, right, OK. Yeah, um, but that's because you can, like, wrap it round you and oh, you can hug it no. and stuff. You don't like that? No, I just... I'm certain water bottles will burst. I just don't feel comfortable with... The, you know what I mean? I, I, I like, in a similar I don't like electric blankets. I'm like, well, it will, electrocu it will electrocute me. I, it, it, these things are meant purely for comfort and the amount of pain that you'd experience if it went wrong it's just <laughs> it's not, not worth it. it so you're weighing it up <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah okay fair enough um fifa 19 career mode swindon town and that's from sean the milkman on the isle of Wight. well good morning to you sean and yes i am doing Charlton athletic on fifa 19 in career mode it's nice that the so-called smaller clubs are getting a go mm. 
I downloaded um, Red Dead Redemption yeah. 2 yes. um, on your recommendation and my dad's recommendation. Has it finished downloading yet? Is it <laughs> 17 hours. Yeah. I could. I thought you were joking. No, it's like if that's the first day gone and then you and then you can play it in a week's time. I think even when you get there, it's not worth it. I've watched Stefan play it and he just trots around on a horse. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah that, it's the slowest I've ever played a game. It's like it, what I'm doing in the game is more boring than my real life. Yeah. I've been fishing and I don't even get the fish in real life afterwards. <laughs> my dad told me an actual, and he told it as a real life anecdote that he'd won some dollars in a card game that meant he could buy a better saddle. <laughs> and I was I was hooked. I was going, really? He went, yeah, well, I had two pairs, so uh, when I bought myself a saddle, oh, well done, Dad. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. And yesterday, last night, was Absolute Radio's night of stand-up comedy, and what a great night it was. And, and before things got underway at the London Palladium, we held a special little uh, pre hysterics party uh, in the basement of a pub uh, for the Magnificent 17, the people who were generous enough to donate to Stand Up To Cancer by buying the remaining seats. And whilst we were there having a beer and meeting some of our dear listeners, one of them sidled up to me and said, uh, Dave, I just wanted to know, uh, did you ever get rid of that stain on your carpet? And I went, well, thank you for asking, dear listener. Uh, I managed to get rid of the stain on the carpet. I said, in fact, we were a little bit worried about could we do an hour's worth of content about people's stains? He went, oh, no, we loved it. By this point, others had joined and everyone was talking about the stains on the carpet. And I said, well, why have you here? Let me do a little mini focus group. Tomorrow, I'd love to talk about keys. Do you think I can do that? And they went, yes, that's a brilliant <laughs> idea, Dave. And so... They did say one proviso, don't add any jazzy background music and think it's entertaining. <laughs> a little bit too late for that. So, yeah, I want to talk about keys. You know, lots of people have lots of different keys. I've collected so many keys. I have them in a Cholton Athletic sippy cup in the top right-hand drawer of the, the chest of drawers. And, uh, you know, they just sit... I don't know what they do anymore. I've got loads of fobs. I've got... I've just collected them. So I want to know about your key stories and, you know, what? why do we have so many keys? Why don't we move on? And joining us right now... Online one, we have Scott. Good morning to you, Scott. Morning, Dave. How you doing, my friend? Yeah, good. I'm on the bus, though, so I'm getting some funny looks. You're, you're on the bus right now? <laughs> yeah. Well, say hello to everyone from us. Oh, could you get the bus driver hello. to pull over for safety, please? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a short day. Um, OK, well, listen, Scott, thanks firstly for saying hello to everyone on the bus for us. And uh, and tell us your, your theory about the keys. You, you believe it's a sign of age, is that correct? Yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah, because I started off with uh, fun dog here with parents. Uh, progressed to the back door, uh, then I got a bike, so I had a, a bike lock, then I got a garage door key, then I had work keys, then I moved out, I had my own house keys, then a car key, a motorbike key, a locker keys. <laughs> Allotment uh, key. Wow, so let, let's let's talk numbers. I mean, Scott, you know, we can all sit here showing off, but I mean, how many keys do you think you've got? It's about 30 odd. 30 keys? And where do you, where'd you yeah. keep them? Where'd you keep your keys? Uh, in a bowl in the kitchen. In a bowl in the kitchen? Yeah, Kinky. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scott, have you got, have you got, you've obviously got keys with you. That's one of the reasons I want to talk about yeah. it. Is everyone's got their keys with them. I'm going to jang- I'm going to jangle mine. I'm going to have a little jangle. There we go. Um, just uh, two two chubs there and a Yale, as you can tell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Glenn! <laughs> Support me! I um, would, you, would you mind? I know you're on the bus. Would you mind jangling your keys for us? Yeah, yeah. 
Hang, hang on, do, do that again, Scott. Okay, th- now that's there's a there's a there's a door key there, and you you live in a flat. Yep. You live in a jangler one more time. You live in a flat above some garages, possibly a coach house. Oh wow! <laughs> How and did you get that? I know you mentioned you've got you have got an allotment as well. There's an allotment key on there. That's right. Yeah. Jangler one more time for me. <laughs> you've got a. Grey or a blue front door? Grey, I'm going to go grey. Have you got a grey front door? Yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. Okay, good. I hope that was creepy. Have a lovely day, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My friend, we're going to send you a Dayberry Breakfast Show mug for being such a star. Wish everybody on the bus a happy day from us here on the Breakfast Show and thanks for tuning in. Lovely. Cheers, Cheers, Scott. Take care. Uh, Scott's weirded out now, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Key whisperer. Yeah, (laughs) Darren Brown of keys was amazing. I know it's it's a strange and unique power, and Mm. one that I haven't really been able to use until I begged the listeners in the basement of a pub if I could do it this morning on the show. Well, with great power comes great responsibility. (laughs) Absolutely right. Grey front door. Yes. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. 20 past seven on your Monday morning. We're talking about keys. Morning all. We have a 1988 VW camper van. Four doors, but it has eight keys. It's a royal pain in the pecker, and that's from Spud. Well, thank you, Spud. <laughs> uh, Frank on the M1, simply showing off. Got four bunches, Dave. Got Frank, you hero. Uh, now, my radio husband, Matt Dyson, is off today, but I imagine, just judging by his wallet and the amount of bulk yeah. he enjoys having in his pockets, oh, yeah. that man's like a caretaker, like a school caretaker. I bet when he's it got them on a really long lanyard as well. Of course he has! Mm. Um, he's not here to defend himself, but we'll find out tomorrow. As I say myself, just one simple, small Cheltenham Athletic key ring uh, with two chubs and a Yale. Um, Emma, may I, may I find out about your... Bu- Come on, let me take this out. Oh, that's nice. It's a hefty bunch. There's a lot of keys going on. I, I suspected you'd be a person who just had one key. Yeah, no, normally I like to live my life streamlined, but the you need about ten keys to get into my flat because it's right. two doors. They've both got a bolt at the bottom. So that alone is... And my car key's not even on here, Dave. Then your car keys aren't on there. No. So you keep your car key separate to your door I keys. do, because I do you that. don't always yeah. need your car when you leave the house. No, and it's chunkier, the car key, with the plastic mm. at the end you need yeah. to get through. Glenn? Now, I've got a pathetic... I've only got two JMAs right here. Um, however, I have a mug in my room that's absolutely full of keys for... Uh, including uh, a key to get into the uh, Sutton Guardian uh, newspaper, which I did work experience at in 2005, and a key for a padlock party at a nightclub in Sheffield about wow. 10 years ago. Oh, they were all the rage, weren't they? Yeah, and I, I've, I've still got a key that I had to wear around my neck from that. Okay, and... That's pathetic. I'm unlikely to... <laughs> that party's long gone. Still trying to find her. Yeah, she's Still there waiting. somewhere. Oh, I was really disappointed. One of, my, one of my best friends, she had a padlock and we tried it on hers and it unlocked and I was like, oh my God, it just it just goes to show we truly are best friends. And then it turned out that like every key opened every single padlock <laughs> and it was really embarrassing. Oh, it was a free-for-all. Yeah. Um, producer Mark has discovered two mystery keys on the bunch that he's been carrying around with him. You've got your front door keys, you've got a key to your parents' house and then just two mystery gold keys. What are the mystery keys about? How far back do the keys go? Whether it be a lock party or whether it be your work experience. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Glenn, um, you know you have a key to your work experience at the Sutton Guardian. Yes, I do. I'm, wor- I'm worried where this is going. Am I in, am I in trouble? Did it, did it have a brown front door? No. <laughs> um, on London Road. 
I think so, yeah. Yeah, they've contacted us and they need that back immediately. Right, OK. Um, yeah. In fact, you're breaking the law. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. Um, they've knocked it down, it's flats. No! Yeah. Oh, key. well, at least I can go into someone's flat. <laughs> Presumably it's the same door. Uh, That's how it works. That way. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if they salvaged the door, though, for these swanky apartments. Yeah, apparently it's called the Printworks Apartments and they're brown and gold. Oh, well, it's good to know it's gone to a... A good home. But it means you can let the key go. No, I don't want to. I'm keeping it with along with the uh, along with the padlock party one. <laughs> okay, but stop wearing them around your neck. It's so bizarre. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. Don't use up all your data checking Twitter and Insta. Let Glenn do that for you. Yes, uh, Matt Dyson has a day off, so Glenn is stepping into his size 11 shoes um, to give you what's happening online, the trending topics, the things that you need to know. So when you get to wherever, wherever you're going, you can go, oh, have you heard about that thing that Glenn said on the thing? Glenn, what is the thing? Well, the latest things are uh, the new Lion King trailer has caused quite a ruckus uh, because they said it was going to be a live action film and now everyone's seen the trailer and it's like, oh no, it's a, it's a CGI movie. Oh, why have they done that to us? I don't know. I think people were expecting it to be like that remake of 101 Dalmatians with Glenn Close where that, like, they had Love just regular regular real dogs and stuff like that. I think they really wanted to see a, a real tiger so or a lion for a few it, hours. Is it animated or is it... Yeah, it's completely animated. It's like a really fancy version of, you know, like Finding Nemo, basically. It looks really like, real, though, because the technology is... Right, so it does, like the, but it's like crucially not live action. Like the, the remake of yes. The Jungle Book? Yes, yes that's, that's exactly. exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds cool. Yeah, now, now but I'm people in. are sort of like, I wanted live action, I wanted real lions. Is it the, <laughs> is it the same story? Are they Presumably the... it's the exact same thing. Right. Yeah. There's Timon and Pumbaa, there's all, all, all of them, all, 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 all the gang. Okay, I'm gonna, I've, I've been enthusiastic about this, but I'm just going to have to fess up to something. Um, I've not seen it. You've never seen the original film? No. I mean, how I, have you avoided it? I, how do I reference it all the time on the show? Is the question you should be asking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always doing, yeah. I'm I'm always doing circles. Yeah, yeah, you have. yeah, yeah. You've mentioned it in the last week. I'm always holding stuff aloft and going, yeah. like <laughs> I'm a fraud, everyone. You will be so disappointed when you see that scene in reality because you go, oh, oh no. yeah, it's not how I was planning. Okay, fine. It's like my number one cultural reference. <laughs> it's, it's over in like the first minute. That's like the first thing that happens in the film, <laughs> okay. and then the rest of the film happens. Okay. Yeah. Um, so people aren't happy with the Lion King reboot. What else is going on? Uh, they did surgery on a grape that's all you need to know and there's <laughs> the most intense what's a grape okay the, yes it's weird the surgery itself was several years ago but it's just resurfaced on the internet and everyone's going really wild about the fact that simply put they, put, they did surgery on a grape um, and the most intense list of requirements for a new flatmate you could ever have a, a Twitter user at uh, RxDAZN has shared a, a list of requirements that one of his friends was given for renting a flat somewhere and the person whose flat it was came up with a series of rules like uh, you, you're not allowed to be in between the hours of 9 and 5 uh, which is you're not allowed to be in your house not allowed to be in the house between the hours of 9 and 5 <laughs> that's already a bit weird uh, you can't go to the toilet several times in one day you not allowed to do that. Because wow. if you're going to live every 15 minutes, I won't tolerate that. You're not allowed to laugh after 11 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's no cooking in this flat before 8.30 a.m. and after 11 p.m. Occasionally, I will allow it, and you can also make some porridge or use the microwave. And as uh, also, you're allowed a guest, but not of it's every month. <laughs> 
every month. Pay those sociable people with their 12 guests a year. Oh, it makes me sick. That, does that per, do we know if that person owns the house or are they just I kind don't of, know. No, it's, it's a it, housemate. It's, I think it is actually someone, it, it's got to be someone who owns the property in the first place, but it's a very, very series of intense rules. But I remember once when uh, someone moved, I was living with a few friends a few years ago and one of them moved out. So we were trying to find someone to come in and, and rent with us. And um, this, this woman came over to have a look at it and already she, she took her shoes and socks off at the door and then sat <laughs> cross-legged on the sofa. That's and that creepy. Me. And she went, um, so who would be the, who's the cook? Who's the, who would cook for me? Wow. And we went, what? And she was like, I, I'd expect you to cook for me. And it was really hard not to be like, leave. Leave now. now. You've got your bare feet <laughs> yeah. on our sofa and you're asking us to cook for you. Yeah. And she got really, really weird about the fact that we were like, we don't, we don't cook. We, do, we don't do that for other people. Sorry, but sorry. You, you found a, a good, decent housemate in the end, I presume. We did eventually, so, yeah, yeah. So, so one moved out, another one came. It's, it's very much the circle of life. Oh, my God. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. No, not terrible 90s dance music that secretly you really, really love and you're so pleased that I brought it back. We were talking about keys. We wanted your key stories. Thank you ever so much for getting in touch. You have been at 8, 12, 15. And this is the final batch. Let's, we're going to call it a day now, but thank you. Dave, when we go on holiday, my dad collects every key inside the house, be it window keys, door keys, even cupboard keys. He then locks them all into a single box. And aren't you thinking, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> it was all so good and well until last year he lost the key to the box. And that's from Sam. Why would you do that? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's security conscious. It's got, you're going too far. <coughs> yeah. You've got to spread back your keys. You can't put them all in one place. Exactly. Surely, you just, surely you can break into the box, surely. Or is oh, it like you, a safe? I'm sure you'd have to be smashing the box. Don't put yeah. all your keys in one basket, as the saying goes. Yeah, everyone a, says that, yeah, it's yeah. It's a big saying, yeah, and, it's, and it exists for a reason. Mm. Yes, mm. never put all your keys in one basket. Uh, morning, Dave. Most of my work over the last 20 years has been in people's houses, fitting bathrooms, kitchens, decorating, etc. No one's asked Dan to do this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes in and does it. Um, I've got a bag of keys at home that I've forgotten to give back to customers, but I can't dispose of them in case I ever get asked to give them back. He's got 70 keys oh. and no idea what they fit from Dan in Albury. Well, thank you very much indeed, Dan, and thank you guys for getting in touch with the key stories. As always, sublime. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Last night was a great night. It was Absolute Radio's night of stand-up comedy, all in aid of stand-up to cancer. And it sold out pretty quickly because it had an incredible lineup. That was always going to happen. But as always happens as well, there were single seats dotted around the place that remained unsold. So we, uh, to kind of whet the appetite slightly and raise even more money for charity, we decided to put on the Magnificent 17. 17 individual seats bought by our lovely listeners and we put them all in a little room under a pub and we fed them, we watered them and we, well, hopefully we entertained them. The first thing they had to do, of course, to gain entry was remember the password that we gave them exclusively here on the show and this is everybody in unison saying it and this is just a magical, beautiful moment. Here we go. The Heights of Abraham. The Heights of Abraham. <laughs> the heights of Abraham. <laughs> At that moment, I kind of like, I, I left my own body and I kind of looked around and went, oh, it's working, Dave, it's actually working. 
Um, and it was so lovely to meet so many wonderful listeners. Um, a special mention to Adam, who approached me at the bar. We had a beer, and he said he's been really enjoying the dad advice section that we've been doing on the show as I... I head towards being a father for the first time. He said he's got two kids. It's the best thing that's ever happened to him. And he said, if I may give you a piece of advice, Dave, I said, what is it, Adam? He said, just make sure you look after your partner. It's important to look after the baby, but it's vital you look after your partner. Ask her regularly, are you OK? What can I do for you? Brilliant. Isn't that lovely? Uh, then there was Bev, who was a... Uh, let's, let's class her as disgruntled listener, Bev. Uh, we spoke about her at the very beginning of the show at 6am. She... Was she downloaded the daily podcast to listen to herself back on the show because she was so upset with my attempt at a northern accent? <laughs> she was like, wow. is that, She was like, Is that what I really sound like? No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm stepping Look, away. We've all had a drink, come on. <laughs> yes. But Bev, apologies, it was lovely to meet you and Campbell, and we hope you had a good time. And you're right, I do need to brush up on my uh, accents, I really do. Um, and then there was Matt Dyson, who isn't here today. We think he may have eloped because he met another man um, from Nottingham and they just disappeared off into the distance <laughs> together <laughs> while this played in my head. <laughs> it was a nice moment. Uh, so one of the things that um, producer Claire got busy with at the, uh, the Magnificent 17 was asked everybody who was there to describe each member of the team in just a word. Oh, no. Uh, exactly. I wasn't best pleased about this either. I have them here. They're just labelled reviews one, two, three and four. Um, so I don't know who, who's getting reviewed. But up next, we're going to hear what the listeners actually really think of us. Can't wait. Yeah, I know. I hate this. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Dear Listener Review Time. The Magnificent 17 and a few more gathered in the basement of a pub for pizza, drinks and to describe each member of the team here on The Breakfast Show, just some words that popped into their mind. Producer Claire recorded the whole thing uh, and we're going to start with, I'm being told, Review 3 is the one we're going for first. Thank you, Producer Mark. So here we go. Um, which member of the team are The Magnificent 17 describing in this audio clip? Reliable. Feisty. Clever. The Oracle. Alluring. Lush. Bath mat. That's me at the end. <laughs> Just realised that. <laughs> <Just> realize that. <laughs> Is that bath mat thing a red herring? <laughs> I don't, I, don't, um, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Producer Claire just came up to me. Oh, I was like, kind of, I was a couple of Servion blogs in, and she yeah. said, just say, <laughs> just say bath mat. So, so I did. Let's hear it again. Reliable, feisty, clever. The oracle. Alluring. Lush. Bath mat. It's got to be you. It's got to be you. Alluring, feisty. I'll take it. Lush. Bath mat. Lush. Bath mat, I mean. <laughs> Let's face it, it's not Dyson, is it? Let's face it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, Emma even thinks it's her. Is that, is that right, Producer Mark? That is. That's yes, what the listeners so. think of you. What a glowing review. Let's hear this one more time. Reliable. Feisty. Clever. The Oracle. Alluring. Lush. Bath mat. Now, my radio broadcast uh, senses are tingling here because we wouldn't be doing this on the air if each and every review was positive. <laughs> and we... <laughs> ah, and producer Claire's giggling. <laughs> OK, so uh, we're going to hear the other three reviews and try and work out who's being discussed next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. <laughs> Yes, the Magnificent 17 gathered yesterday in a room below a pub in a central London location. They gave the password, the Heights of Abraham. They had some pizza, they had some beer. We all had a laugh. And then things got serious as each member of the team was asked to... Each member of the Magnificent Seven, uh, 17 was asked to describe the team. And already uh, we know that this is what everybody thinks of Emma. 
Reliable. Feisty. Clever. The Oracle. Alluring. Lush. Bath mat. <laughs> Me at the end there. <laughs> I was duped into doing that by producer Claire, to be fair. Uh, so that's very positive. So uh, well done to yeah, you. Yeah, that's really nice. Mm. It Thank is a you. pleasure to broadcast with you every morning. Thanks. So now we uh, move on. Now, I don't know who uh, is being talked about in each of these. They've just been labelled reviews one through four. So let's move on to review number four. Here we go. Who is this? Intellectual. Me. Posh. Tall. Energetic. Funny. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm the poshest sounding. Intellectual. Um, and what's that word at the end, though? Hang on, let's listen to the last word again. Intellectual. Posh. Tall. Energetic. Funny. Oh, funny. OK, um, good. Well, what did you think it was? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Just a strange thing to describe you as. Um, <laughs> it's got to be you, Glenn. I think so. I think I'm the tallest member of the team. Yes, you are. Um, um, no I'm posh. not the most intellectual and uh, I'm probably not the most posh, but I sound the most posh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm aware that my, my accent is, is very posh, but I'm not posh. OK, all right. Me think, <laughs> me think the posh boy does protest too much. Yeah, but I feel the need to stress that a lot. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Uh, right, OK, so that's definitely Glenn. Is that Glenn, producer Mark? OK. Yes. So that means uh, there's reviews one and two to go, so let's, let's get on with this, shall we? That's very positive, by the way. It's yeah, good. I like that. Tall and funny and intellectual. Very nice. Ginger. Quirky. Suave. Addictive. Taller than I expected. Tactile. Camp. Crazy. Married. Ginger? Ginger? Who... Who's Ginger on the team? Ginger. Quirky. Suave. Addictive. Taller than I expected. Tactile. Camp. Crazy. Married. Taller than I expected. Yeah, apart from Ginger, you're all the other things. <laughs> yeah. And I, all I know, all I've learned from this is you dye your hair. That's all I've, that's all I've learned. I do. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I have a, I, I mean, I'd love to have a little bit of the genres running through me, but unfortunately <laughs> I don't. Um, I, producer I, Claire, are you sure they weren't describing you because you were the one holding the microphone in front of them? Possibly. Although taller than I expected and camp are two of the biggest kind of reviews I get just walking about day to day. I think so, because I can't imagine anyone listens to Dyson and goes, he's got to be six foot six. You know, like there's got to be, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's... Ginger. Quirky. Ginger. Suave. Addictive. Taller than I expected. Tactile. Camp. Crazy. Married. Maybe I'm a bit Jeanne. Uh, <laughs> is, is it me? It is yes. me, producer Mark. Yes. Okay, so that means that he's not here to defend himself. We only have one member of the team left to critique um, via our lovely listeners, and it is Matt Dyson. So uh, this is what they think of you, Matt, if you're listening, which I hope you are. It's gone back. That's only because he's fourteen. Daddy, Cockney. As good as I expected. Who's he? Normal. Teddy bear. <laughs> Loves himself. Scumbag. That's career ruining. That is brutal. Because of his choice of football team. So there we go. That's the team in your eyes. Thank you very much for being so brutally honest. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. You can't be bothered to cook tonight. Let me buy you dinner on the Monday Night Takeaway. Uh, see, we're giving you a chance to win whatever you fancy from your local takeaway. We have two callers on the line ready to battle it out in a simple game of takeaway menu, higher or lower. And chosen today is the menu for the House of Mr Lie in Sutton Coalfield. And joining us on line one, we have Samantha. Good morning to you, Samantha. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very well, thank you. You can't be bothered to cook tonight, Samantha, can you? I certainly can't. I've just come off the night shift, so I really can't be bothered to cook. OK, well, what we'll try and do is we'll try and get you to win your dinner and then you can go to bed and have a nice nap and it'll all be sorted by the time you come round again. Um, awesome. So you've been working on night shift. What have you been doing? Uh, I work for the police. Right, OK, you work for the police, you're doing shifts and you're going to get this takeaway for yourself and your husband, I believe. 
That's correct, yeah. Okay, so if you do win, uh, where are we going to be buying your dinner from? It's actually the, the walk-in in Redditch. The walk-in in Redditch. Emma Jones, tell us a little bit about the walk-in in Redditch. Yeah, walk-in in Redditch is on Shakespeare Avenue, of course. Naturally. Best choice of Chinese vegetarian dishes in town. Right, OK. Spend over £15, free prawn crackers. Tip for the top. Good to know. Thank you, Emma Jones. So, uh, <laughs> what would you be ordering, Samantha? What are you going to go for tonight? Oh, I think I would probably go for the Szechuan chicken. Nice. Um... Hubby normally goes for the uh, satay chicken. Oh. Yeah. Um, we normally mix it up with some uh, prawn toast. And oh. Some, uh, fair ribs. Oh, yeah. there you of go. Of course, you've got to have the old uh, egg fried rice. Egg fried yeah. rice, of course, a staple <laughs> of the Chinese takeaway. OK, Samantha, you stay right there because your opposition is on line two and it's Jason. Good morning to you, Jason. Yeah, morning. Uh, how are you doing? Very well, my man. And how are you? Oh, I'm living the dream, eh? OK, Jason. But you can't be bothered to cook tonight, can you? Damn right I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you win your dinner, what are you going to get on the Monday night takeaway? Where are you heading? Uh, Nando's in Gated. Nando's. A cheeky Monday Nando's. Um, Emma, anything about Nando's in Gateshead that we don't already know? It's on Trinity Square, of course, yes. near the View Cinema in Gateshead, uh, just opposite the Lloyds Bank. OK, and uh, what would you be having from the Nando's in Gateshead, Jason, if you were to win your dinner? Uh, it's a full chicken with uh, peri-peri chips and garlic bread. Oh, it's a legendary order, isn't it? Good stuff, yeah. Jason, good stuff. OK, so what we are going to do is, as I say, we're going to be playing a game of takeaway menu, higher or lower, um, from um, Mr Lai's menu. So, Samantha, we're going to be beginning with you because you were picked at random first. OK. So we start with the mini spring rolls. I've got all Bane again, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> the mini spring rolls! <laughs> Which is number four on the House of Mr. Lies menu. But is the sliced chicken with mango higher or lower than number four? I'm going to go with higher. You're saying higher. You're right. It is number 50. You're still in control. Higher or lower, the shrimp foo young? Right. I'm going to go lower on that one. It's absolutely right. It's 17. But from number 17, we move on to the pork chop suey. Higher right. or lower? OK, I'm going to go higher. You're saying higher. I'm afraid it's lower. It is oh. number six, which means, Jason, you're in control. Higher or lower than number six on the menu, the Kung Po King Prawns. Higher. You're saying higher. It's number 84. You're still in control. Higher or lower than 84? Crispy chilli beef with carrots. Lower. lower. You're saying lower. It's higher. It's number 109. Samantha, you're back in play as we have three items left. Higher or lower than 109? The fried chicken with oyster sauce. I hope everyone's playing along at home. Uh, I'm going to go lower. It is lower. It's number 92. We move into our penultimate dish. <laughs> Higher or lower than 92? The legendary sweet and sour chicken balls. Oh, I'm going to go lower. It's number 28. This is it. Yeah. Get this. You've won your dinner tonight. <laughs> OK. Higher or lower than number 28? If you get this right... You have won your takeaway. The walk-in is coming to you. If you get it wrong, Jason, you've got a whole chicken in your face, my friend. It all comes down to this. Higher or lower than number 28? Seaweed 
with cashew nuts. Okay, I am going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go higher, actually. You're going higher. Higher, yeah. Samantha? Yeah. It's number 14. Jason, you're getting a Nando. <laughs> Did everyone else enjoy that? That was fun, wasn't yes. it? Yes. <laughs> Takeaway menu higher or lower. Um, Samantha, listen, it was lovely having you on the show. We're going to send you a Dave Berry Breakfast Show mug for being so brilliant. Um, oh, and thank thanks you. for tuning in. And Jason, congratulations. Cheers, man. Thank you. That is our pleasure. We'll buy you dinner tonight. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's wordplay. It's for fun. It's kind of why I'm getting a shout-out on the radio, and I don't know if people do shout-outs anymore on the radio, do they? No. I've never really been a big it's fan illegal. of the shout-out. It is illegal. I thought it was. I thought it was. <laughs> um, so what we're going to do is smash together two different topics. Uh, we're focused on movies. This is after, uh, as Glenn revealed in, in Social Ammo, that people are unhappy with the new remake of The Lion King. Mm. Uh, so we're going to do that, and we're going to do, as we did Monday Night Takeaway, we're going to do anything you'd find on a takeaway menu. So takeaway menu, a film. 8 to 12... 15 or tweet us at Absolute Radio. And here we go, the ones from the studio. Um, I've got for seaweed and cashew, the bell tolls. <laughs> cashew. <laughs> yeah, no, I love yeah. it. I love it. Thank you, mate. Uh, I've got the green doll, which I was quite oh, pleased with. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you both. I've got Madras Max. Welcome to the Thunder Popper Dome. Uh, what? Yeah, OK. Yeah, it's, it's acceptable. It's acceptable. It does work. And I've tried to get yeah. Papa Dom in there as well as yeah, a double works. whammy. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. What you got, him? i got curry on camping, <laughs> burrito, burrito Sue and Bob too, <gasps> and chicken tikka masala, la la land. La la land. Really good. Nicely done. Glenn? Uh, hoist in the hood. <laughs> uh, deliverance free on orders over £10. <laughs> and dim some like it heart. Yes! <laughs> Beauty in the Meat Feast. <sighs> nice. It's from Kenny and Good. Kate and Lola, who's three today. Happy birthday to you, Lola. Foo Young Frankenstein from Gary and Dundee. <laughs> Kung Fu Pasanda from David Sarge. Oh, I was Sarge. trying to do something Sarge. Sarge. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice one. We like that one. Danzac's Peak from Marsit and Brum. Little Chop Suey of Horrors from Sharon huh. in Tamworth. Satay Day Night Fever. It's a good oh, one, isn't it? Oh, no name really on that nice. one. Very good. And then this one... Dan Zacking with Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sure, but this goes on to say, please can I have a shout-out to my lovely friend Karen, who came with me to the fantastic Stand Up To Cancer show last night, and that's from Katie. So even though, as Glenn pointed out just moments ago, it is illegal to do a shout-out on the it radio is. nowadays, <laughs> big shout-out to the lovely Karen. Ooh, breaking the law. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Thank you very much indeed for helping me start my working week in style. I mean, you've been seriously good today. Thank you for getting in touch, everybody. Uh, you've inspired many of the random phrases and sayings that will soon adorn the name of the daily podcast, which you can subscribe to and download from all the usual places, wherever you get your other podcasts. If you're not already subscribed to ours, please do give it a go. Um, the last edition was entitled, I was trying to demonstrate the dilation of a pupil through the medium of whistling. <laughs> what's on the uh, what's on the shortlist today, please, producer Mark? Okay, so we've got. Uh, I'm not as posh as I sound. That was Glenn. Mm -hmm. That was Glenn. Uh, as the saying goes, don't put all your keys in one basket. That was Emma. Yes. 
Good saying, good saying. The unparalleled drama surrounding the numbering of seaweed and cashew nuts. Yes, we uh, played Monday Night Takeaway today, uh, which is going to happen every single Monday. We want to buy you a dinner, basically, because you can't bother to cook on a Monday. No, you can't. And we were five minutes late for the news. I, I pride myself on my timekeeping. Five minutes late for the news while someone deliberated uh, whether seaweed and cashew nuts was higher or lower than a previous yep. item on a takeaway mm. menu. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you've, we've got your permission, I'm happy with that. What else we got? Uh, it looks a bit germy. Is germy a word? That's definitely me, isn't it? That's I don't it. remember that at all. That was the soft play. Mm-hmm. Yes. Soft play. Looks germy. Is germy a word? Yes, thank you. And finally, who knew? You're the key whisperer. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just by the sound of jangling keys, mm. I can tell where you live the and what colour of your front door is. Special, isn't it? I think we're going to have to call it the unparalleled drama surrounding the numbering of seaweed and cashew nuts now that we've been given permission from Emma and Glenn to do that. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. I'll be back tomorrow, 6am, live when you wake up. Arrivederci. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Podcast done. Absolute Radio.